Do you ever feel as if you need a reboot of sorts? Are you stuck in your ways? And when I say ways, I mean in the way that you move daily. Well then back up, turn around, start over and get going. Sounds easy, right? These are the exact words that I tell each person that I hear talking about how their life is in a rut and how they feel stuck. And even the ones that don't complain, but who are living a kind of scene in the movie Groundhog Day, where each day is the same thing over and over and over. What kind of life is that? It is definitely not a fulfilling one, and it is for sure not a life that we were created for. And if you don't watch it, you'll find yourself in this day-to-day routine, and time will quickly go by so fast that it will make your head spin. You and I and all of us were created for great things. Not necessarily grandiose things, but definitely great things. And we all have special gifts to carry out these items. But the problem is that there is no roadmap. So we take the path of least resistance and simply give up as to, well, this is my life. And yet, sadly, if you fall into this category, and I'm sure 90% of us do from time to time, and you don't realize that you're living this groundhog kind of life, then this type of behavior will kill you slowly. It'll kill your spirit, your drive, your relationships, your potential, and inevitably how you feel about yourself. And it will control the words in your head, the ones that speak to you and persuade your daily moods. And you'll find yourself one of those people complaining about everything and doing nothing to change anything. You'll feel stuck and you'll get in a rut and you'll need to reboot. And luckily, that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. How to start to make your life beautiful again and just in time for the new year, just as it was intended to be on the day that you were born. Do you remember those little cars that you would play with when you were young? The ones that you pulled back so they would gain momentum and then when you let them go from your tiny little fingers, they would haul ass across the room? This is what I'm referring to when I'm telling you that it's time to back up and get going. In order to get unstuck, you will need momentum. But where do you get that from? Because it definitely doesn't go on trees and I tried Amazon and they don't sell it either. Perhaps does it come from within? I have found that we humans are primarily made largely of air. This kind of air that just spews from our mouths where we sound and become like a bunch of blowhards. In my house, we have been always taught less talking and more action. Another way it's often heard is put your money where your mouth is or nothing comes from talkers but sound. And the reason for this so-called tough love is to get ourselves to think what we are doing. And what we are doing, a lot of us, is simply talking, saying things that we want to do or that we plan to do, and knowing doggone that a majority of what we were saying are just words with no backup. This isn't difficult, and it is not a drastic change of behavior. It is not hard, and it requires little to no work, so it should be rather easy to implement in your day-to-day life. All it is is simply being intentional. So the first thing that we will all need to be is intentional, which basically means that you need to be purposeful in word and in action. It means you need to be thoughtful of your choices in your life, and being intentional means you actively interact and engage with your life. Once you start to listen to the words that are about to come out of your mouth, I guarantee you that you will stop to think before talking. Because what you will start to be conscious of doing is a baby step to being honest with yourself. We all play the games and lie to ourselves, but why do we do this? Because it gets us nowhere. I am the same way that I've been for many years, but things have started to soften. 
Maybe it's age, maybe it's gravity, maybe it's simply because I hate to exercise. I really do. To me, it's simply not fun. So I put it off and I put it off and I put it off, but it never stopped me from saying aloud that I'm going to start to work out even though I never start. And worst of all, by me not being true to myself, I would start to point out the same deficiency in others who were not true to their word. And then one day I caught myself. My 14-year-old son was talking about how he intends on being picked by Duke to play ball for their school when he graduates. And all I found myself doing was asking him how he planned on doing that with as much competition that was out there, the kind of competition that seemed to have a stronger drive than him to play ball versus watch an episode on Netflix. I told him that he talks a big game but never steps out of his comfort zone to call up a few private coaches in the area to help him better his skills. I even reminded him that he has yet to even watch a YouTube video on driving or free throws or whatever and instead plays on Instagram. And there it was, me, with all of my own issues and wrecked personal house, trying to tell my own son how to get his house in order. I was definitely not leading by example, and he knew it the moment the words came out. For as soon as they did, he looked at me and asked, how's your workout going, mom? Wow, that hurt. But he wasn't being mean. In his own sarcastic way, he was reminding me that nothing comes from talkers but sound. I had not been intentional or honest with my words. I had let things spew out of my mouth like diarrhea for the sake of talking. No intention behind the words, and I had lied to myself and others. No more, I thought. If I mean it, I will say it, I will believe it, and I will do it. And it has totally worked. I signed up with a personal trainer, and I have not missed a session yet, nor will I. I still hate it, but I made myself a promise. No one else, just myself. These are my goals, and I have one chance in this life to live it the way I choose to live it. Not for my husband or my kids or for anyone else who has an opinion of me. I realize that they are in my life, but I simply do not live for them. For there is a special reason that I was born, and you too. And here's the thing. In regards to the workout regimen, I thought about what I wanted. I questioned if it was really needed. I contemplated how I could fit it into my schedule. I made up my mind and then and only then was I intentional with my words, meaning I said it and I meant it. I was truthful with myself and others and that is so very hard for some people, maybe even the hardest. Also, I made sure not to set myself up for failure. The last thing that any of us need is to be disappointed in ourselves. I did not profess that I could lose 15 pounds, go to the gym daily, eat healthy, and cut out all sugars. Absolutely not. Again, I was trying to be honest with myself, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt that healthy living in my life would have to start in baby steps. So what about your life? What can you say emphatically without a shadow of a doubt that you can change in your life for the better? Something that you can do with intentional behavior that is not a New Year's resolution, rather the beginning of a habit. So I'd like to propose that you start with this first step. Put your toes in the cold water and start to be intentional with yourself. Love yourself enough to be honest and follow through. Say what you mean and mean what you say, and you will find that your to-do list or your bucket list or your resolutions will become clearer as they are more clearly defined with thoughtful intentions behind each word that you write or say. 
They will become doable actions, like learning the ABCs. The task was once hard, but once you practice enough, it became second nature. You told yourself at a very young age that you would learn them and move on to first grade, and you did. Now here you are with a whole new set of goals or actions or ideas that you want to try. Just be sure to be realistic and honest before you profess them to the world in conversation. But what if you already have been truthful to yourself and others and you still feel stuck? What is it that might be holding you back? And that's where your brain comes in. And this is where it starts to get real. As of right now and as of today, you are what you know. And what you know are your everyday experiences, your circle of friends, your family, and your daily activities. But the problem is you need to see what you believe and not necessarily only believe what you see. Wow, that is totally some serious mind-blowing stuff. A shift needs to occur for you to even start some friction, which will spur momentum. And that shift will occur when you start to think out of the box. When you start to believe what you see, not let what you see dictate what you believe. Bob Proctor, the author of The Gift, was quoted saying, the question is not, are you worthy enough to reach your goals? Rather, the question is, are your goals worthy enough for you? Maybe listen to that again if it did not sink in. And one of the main issues is that many of us are simply content. We have a dog, a girlfriend, a wife, a kid, a bank account, a job, a car, high-speed internet, some nearby family, good neighbors, and some friends. And just like the Dolly Parton song, we get up, stumble to the kitchen, pour some coffee, jump in the shower, head to work. We see the same people. We deal with the same issues. We sit at the same desk. We leave, pick up some kids, have a drink, cook dinner, read a book, watch some TV, check some emails, brush our teeth, go to bed on the same side of the bed, and then get up to do it all over again. We do the same thing over and over and over again, and yet we secretly expect our lives to change. Our lives get in a rut but they really aren't. We just are. And we allow our days and our lives to control our thoughts rather than our thoughts to control our lives. We think exactly what we know. And we continue on the same path, very similar to a hamster running on a hamster wheel. Google describes contentment as a state of having accepted one situation and is a milder and more tentative form of happiness. I would describe it more as the status quo or a medium-sized fry or even vanilla. Contentment is not what you were meant for. Your brain needs for you to dream of a life that you have wanted to have. It needs you to dream and explore who you want to be. And only then will changes start to occur in your life. Meaningful changes that will get you out of your so-called rut. If you keep on the same path, pretty soon time just feels to be flying by. 
And supposedly, there's a very logical reason for this. I recently read an online article about a neuroscientist named David Engelman, who has extensively studied the effects of the brain's perception of time. I believe you can read more about him on his profile in The New Yorker. Supposedly, when our brain receives new information, it must find a way to organize it. The process of putting the new information in our brain in a way in which we can understand it takes a bit more time and is slower. But when familiar information is presented, it takes hardly any time at all. Thus, experiencing the same routine, traveling the same paths, talking to the same people every day makes time fly by faster as we get older because of much less processing time needed. That's why the days seem longer when you're a child learning in school and so much shorter when you're an older person say 30s or more, settled into the same routine and not learning new concept or ideas. But the cool part about the brain thing is that it truly does not have anything to do with age. It is simply a matter of non-stimulization. What if you changed your thoughts and your daily routines? What if your thought and aspirations were larger and grander than they had ever been. Similar to those that you thought when you were a child. If you wanted to be a princess, then you thought about living in a castle and finding a knight on a horse. You dressed like a princess, you wore a tiara, and most definitely walked around with those clear shoes with the pom-poms on the top. You probably even read books about Cinderella and movies about Snow White. And when you went to bed, your magical room was filled with twinkling lights and a pink canopy. That is what I'm talking about when I'm referencing the phrase, believe it to see it. When my husband and I first got married, we were totally in love. But besides love, that is all we had. We were poor, seriously without money. We ate at a nearby gas station because we got approved for a Texaco credit card. It was so bad that we lived in a small wreck of a house, which we eventually burned to the ground, and was given a box by a local church one year with a Thanksgiving feast of a frozen turkey and lots of canned food that would last us through a full Florida winter. And all of that would matter today if I had let my environment affect my thoughts. But instead, I chose more. I dreamt of owning a large corporation one day. I saw myself always as a CEO. I applied to a private university in the hopes to get the best education I could, and I met with the financial board to explain to them why they should give me a full scholarship. I read about every biography from other interesting leaders in the hopes to find out how they did it. And if a movie was from Rags to Riches Blockbuster, then for sure I bought a ticket and maybe even twice. I drove my husband crazy. After opening a business and having a child, we were struggling a few years in but I found the best private school in the area sent her to. I met with the financial department, got her in with a scholarship of sorts, and drove about 17 miles each way each day to drop her off and to pick her up. Yes, there were closer schools, many of them, but they were not in my dreams for her. They simply did not fit in to my perceived reality. We drove through the lovely neighborhood all of the time surrounding her school, remarking on the houses that we would live in one day and sometimes even pulling in a driveway or two, pretending that we were home because I knew without a shadow of a doubt that we were going to live there someday soon. Now, we did eventually move there within about 24 months of her starting school, and we did build a company 
with about 17 employees over 17 years. But the point is, it only became a reality because I believed it before I actually saw it. Remember, you cannot visually connect the dots going forward. You can only look back and see how all the dots got connected to get where you are today. So the first thing that you must do is to take that first step in the right direction. And it will not be the same direction that you have been used to stepping. As a matter of fact, if you are truly setting your goals high enough into your perceived reality, then each step you will take probably will be more frightening and more exhilarating than the one before. For sure, you will be reading different books, talking to different people, vacationing to totally different new destinations, and thinking different thoughts throughout the day. So do not get scared when you find yourself doing odd things like coloring out of the lines or walking out of your comfort zone. And for many, these small things can be very scary. Like questioning the thoughts of others, speaking up when you hear things that you don't believe, walking up to start a conversation with strangers about a common interest, or watching videos about a skill that you've always wanted to learn. Odd things are good. Different daily experiences are where the high life begins. Remember, we talked about living the Groundhog Day life, like a hamster on a wheel. We need a change, but in order to get off, you must change your daily habits and your scenery. You must train your brain to think differently and to see your life in a different story. And in order to do this, you will need to go back to the learning sequence, back to a time when the days went by slower because the brain was in creative mode. And it starts now. If you don't like to read, then listen to a podcast. If you don't like to listen, then watch a video. If you'd prefer to read, then buy some books. And if you'd rather be hands-on, then join a group. No matter what it is, this is a beautiful time to be alive because whatever you need is at your fingertips in one form or another. There are truly no excuses allowed when you are ready to say go. So no more complaining about the current situation and no more excuses about where you are at now and why. Less talking, more doing. See your life 40 years and envision yourself being that person you have always wanted to be, no matter how different that is with your current reality. Then start to make the changes needed to become that person of interest that you want to be. This literally could be the first day of the rest of your life and I am so excited to hear how it all turns out. <music>